0: demon then cast it out if you do this you will see the power of God working in you don't let that pain come back and tell you well you see you still have pain don't let that spirit of deception come back upon your life you cast it out if you were healed in the glory then healed you stay in the name of Jesus amen but use your authority to let God arise on the inside of you and let the enemy be scattered one Of God spoken changes everything. Your mind is his. You have the mind of Christ. So I speak peace right now over you. Healing in the back, neck, and knee. You had a what did did she have? Hip replacement. Hip replacement. But it still hurts. It didn't help. Okay. Okay. It's part of a gift that I give to others. uh, Teaching them golf. If you can't play golf, then you can't teach them. God. No side, there's, there's, uh, no side, no Praise God, Hallelujah! How about the knee? No pain. This whole side, there's, there's no pain. This whole side, no pain. Praise God! How about the knee? No pain. How about both This I pray that your love may still abound more and more in knowledge and all discernment. If you love someone and you have been trained and equipped, and you are being trained and equipped in this church to walk strongly in his word and to not take any of this demonic junk that he tries to throw your way or your family's way and even at the risk and even at the cost of, you know, your family members telling you that you're nuts and that you're off and that you're crazy and on and on and on, who cares? It's about a life that you are in charge of, God has positioned you to be anyways, to speak life and stop making it about you. People don't know what they don't know. So it's, and it's fearful. It's fearful for a lot of people But we shouldn't be afraid of the topic. We have authority over every demon power and principality. So more and more love. Let our love abound in us and have the knowledge and discernment. Verse 10 says that you may approve the things that are excellent. There are things that are excellent. That you may approve the things that are excellent. That you may be sincere and without offense until the day of Christ. Being filled with the fruit of righteousness. Turn over to Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. The fruit of righteousness. We are righteous because Jesus Christ has made us right, right? His righteousness is what we walk in and what we carry, right? It's not something that we've earned. It's the righteousness of God God in us, right? The fruit of righteousness. But the minute that I had read that, I just immediately thought of the fruit of the Spirit. So we're filled with the fruit of righteousness. That's what it says in Philippians, right? Right? But also in Galatians, when you turn over to Galatians in chapter 5 and in verse 22, lists the nine fruits of the Spirit. And it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, right? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. So there's the fruit of the spirit is what we get to walk in. We get to nurture our spirit and our soul to walk in the fruit of the spirit so that it is something that people see your life and they see that you resemble Christ, right? Your righteousness is what has been imputed to you from Jesus Christ. We are right because of his finished work on the cross our righteousness is because of what he's done on the cross the fruit of the Spirit is something that we cultivate it is something that we cultivate it is something that he says I want you to walk in patience in long-suffering I want you to walk in the gifts of the Spirit right or I'm sorry the fruit of the Spirit and so, and as you do this, what's happening is, is that you're literally becoming someone that is going to walk in the authority and in the excellency of Christ. Isn't that the goal? We want to walk in the excellency of Christ. We want our lives to really resemble Him in every day and constantly being ready in season and out of season. So you can't be like, well, I'll get ready one day when it's time. Right now is the day of getting ready. Right now is the day of of preparation right salvation is today today is the day of salvation the bible says correct let's go back to philippians praise you lord chapter one back to the philippians chapter one and again verse 10 it says that you may be sincere and without offense until the day of christ if the bible tells you to be sincere and without offense Do you think that maybe there's an opportunity for an offense to come up? An offense is a snare. Do you think that there are opportunities to be ensnared? Absolutely, all the time. But we are to live without offense. It's a trap that the enemy will try to bring your way. So I'm going to read that again. It says that you may be sincere and without offense. If Jesus is telling you to be sincere and to live without offense until the day of Jesus Christ, until his return, then therefore it's possible. And that's my point. It's possible. It may be hard, but it's possible. And we are called to do so. We're required to do so, to live this way. And then it says being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and to the praise of God. Amen. Verse 12 says, I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me, this is Paul writing, I want you to know that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. Every heartache, every hardship, every suffering every bit of suffering every bit of persecution every trial every difficulty it's actually for the furtherance of the gospel are you willing i mean that's a question that only you can answer are you willing because we we need to be willing church we need to be willing to be completely sold out for christ to the furtherance of the gospel. He said all of these things, all of these things, they've actually turned out for the gospel's sake, for the good of the gospel, for the advancing of the gospel. And that should be our heart. Look at verse 19. It says, For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance, no matter what you're going through, no matter what. Be willing, first of all, for the furtherance of the gospel. Yes, amen. But not only that, You have to know that you know. I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the supply of the Spirit. Through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit. When you pray, there is a supply of the Spirit that is being given when you pray. When you pray, the Holy Spirit will supply you with everything you need to be victorious. Everything. He'll supply you with the, with the strength. He'll supply you with the wisdom, the knowledge. He'll supply you with the staying power. He will supply. He will supply whatever it is that you need. But He is your supplier. He's your provider. And He will provide. It's not just finances. He will provide for you. Say it over my, yourself. Uh, he will provide for me because He is my provider. But notice how it said through prayer and then the supply of the spirit. Our job is to pray, his job is to supply. Right? So when we when we read this and we see wow, this is pretty powerful because If you believe that the Bible is true, and if you believe that the Bible works when you read the Word, it works, right? When you read the Word and you understand it and you apply it, because the Word is near you, the Word is in your mouth, it's in your heart, it is near you, the Word is working. If you believe that, then when you read a scripture like this, it should get you pretty excited because you realize, when I pray, God moves. That's what it should tell you. When I pray, God supplies. Amen is right. Hallelujah. Verse 19, I'm going to read it again. I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. He didn't question it. No more questioning it. Do not question it. He says, I know. He didn't say, I think. He said, I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the spirit. According. To my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. But with all boldness, come on, Church of God, we need to have the boldness of the Lord upon us. But with all boldness, as always. So now also Christ will be magnified in my body. And that's what we need. We need to have a body of Christ that understands, let Christ be magnified in and through me. Let the Lord be magnified in and through me, right? We started out our service by saying, let let the enemy be scattered. Right. Let God arise and let the enemy be scattered. Those of you that were with us at the beginning, this is the scripture that we started out this this, um, service with, right? So let God arise on the inside of you and let the enemy be scattered. Let God arise on the inside of you and let every doubt be scattered. Let every disappointment be scattered. Do you realize you can literally just say it? Do you realize it's that simple? Like you really literally just say it. You literally just need to speak it out. Let that discouragement be scattered. Let that discouragement right now go over your own life. You speak it. Let that confusion be scattered. Let God arise in me and let that confusion be scattered. Right? In the name of Jesus. How many of you are receiving this right now? I want you to say it over yourselves then. I want you to say it over yourselves then. Let God arise in me. And then let what? What needs to scatter? What needs to go? Speak it out. The enemy, but specifically what? What? Specifically? Fear. Let fear be scattered. What else? What needs to go? Worry. Financial burdens be scattered. What else? What else needs to go? Sickness. Let it be scattered. So, so the reason that I'm, I'm asking for you guys to tell me these things is because you need to hear them. Because you need to do this. If you do this, you will see the power of God working in you. There is so much more power in you than you realize if Christ is in you. You just can't take no for an answer. The enemy comes to tell you no, and you say, excuse me, Mr. Devil, I don't think you realize who I am in the Spirit. Tried to mess with us? You don't even know who we are in the Spirit. Do you know who you are in the Spirit? Because if you really knew who you are in the the spirit, in the spirit realm, meaning if you knew your authority that you actually carried in the spirit realm, you wouldn't be cowering at all. But the enemy will cower before you, and you will trample down his high places. That's what the Word of the Lord says. Deuteronomy 33, I think 29. You will trample down his high places. Amen. Hallelujah. So this scripture here, I know, verse 19, it has ministered to me for so many years. I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. You know, when in the midst of a real difficult time, you can say this with confidence, you start believing what you say. And that's what has to happen, is that you start believing what you say. When you start believing, and of course your words need to line up with the word of God. When you start believing what you say that's when change happens, you guys. The enemy realizes that you are a force that, you know, he needs to, he needs to really reckon with. He needs to really move out of the way because you're not going to quit and you're not going to back down because the word works and you know it. And you know that if you just, all we've done is read a few scriptures in in Philippians chapter one. Hey, yeah, we went over to Galatians a little bit, but all we've done is read a few scriptures in, in, in Philippians chapter one. And I've just been preaching off of these scriptures, right? But I'll tell you right now the word that is being spoken in your life is actually working in in multitudes, in, in a multitudes of ways. If you can hear it and receive it right now. Father God, I thank you because I know your word doesn't return void. I, I thank you, Lord God, one word of God spoken changes everything. You know, when I was teaching this to my kids, when they were young and I was teaching them about authority and how to really stand in authority and don't let the devil harass you when you're at school. You know, they went off to college and everything and had to really, they've seen me do it over, over many years. But then when they have to apply it, you know, out, out they were at college and I had to teach them about, because I homeschooled for those that don't know. And so I had to teach them about how you will stand in an environment that's not like home, right? a lot of you know unbelief and just you know ungodly things and everything um, and, and, and I would I would tell them this it's like you need to speak this out of your own mouth. you know this will turn for your deliverance, but you've got to speak it out. You've got to be willing to say, I'm going to speak this thing out loud and I'm going to believe it because it's the Word of God and therefore I am victorious. We have to teach this to our children and to our children's children, to our grandchildren. We have to, because otherwise, we're gonna have more and more of the example that I just shared that I don't want to repeat. That kind of an example. That's horrible, and it's needless. And that's not a harsh thing to say. It's a reality, church. It's a reality. We have so much in the way of people being harassed by lying spirits and people are ashamed. Christians are ashamed. Leaders in the church are ashamed of admitting what's really going on. So they stay in the dark, they stay hidden, but they're being harassed. Cannot be, should not be, do not let it be. The reason that I took my time and I wanted to speak forth from this chapter today. And just that part of it is because I want you to remember this. Remember this verse. It will turn out for your deliverance. It everything that you are going through right now, it will turn out. I know, verse 19, I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. And yes, through the prayer and through the supply of the spirit. But I know this will turn out for my deliverance. And when you start to say that in your spirit right you will start to believe that and when you believe it you act that way you act differently you act victorious because you are thank you father hallelujah i want to know how many of you in this room or even listening online you'll have to put in the chat bar but how many of you are going to do what i've just got done preaching about who is going to do this? Like you're committing to seriously, this is going to turn out for your deliverance. I don't care what's going on in your life. And we have to be. And how many of you are willing to be that individual that when you see someone, maybe you see them. Maybe you can tell. Of course you can tell if you look. A lot of times you can tell You can, by just the use of discernment. You see someone, you see they're not doing very well. Be that individual, that powerful Christian that will go up to them and say, hey, can I pray for you? Something doesn't seem with sincerity but Holy Ghost power don't be begging a demon to leave and don't be asking and don't be begging God to do it take authority and cast that demon out in the name of Jesus so father I bless them and I thank you Lord God that your word is so powerful father God I mean, we can just say one scripture, and, Lord, it's like, well, Jesus, you said one word, and they all fell. They all fell. There's power in the word. There is power. Lord, I could just preach Jesus wept, and the power of God would just fall upon this room, and people would be filled, and people would be on their faces crying, Lord God, Holy Spirit outpouring. I thank you, Lord God, because the word is powerful, and the word works. And we believe that, Father God, wholeheartedly. I believe it. Father God, with my whole heart. I believe they believe it with their whole heart. And I thank you, Lord God, that you have left us the word, the spirit of the living God, that we can stand on it, that we can speak it, that we can live by it, and that we do see change. So I bless them in the mighty name of Jesus, every one of them, to walk in a higher calling, to walk what they were called to do, not what they think they should have done, but instead going forward, not taking no foreign answer, not allowing the enemy to speak lies, not allow the enemy to hold them back any longer. I speak freedom over you, the freedom of the Lord over you. If you received a healing, you keep your healing. Don't let that devil come back and tell you that it wasn't true. Don't let that pain come back and tell you, well, you see, you still have pain. Don't let that spirit of deception come back upon your life. You cast it out. If you were healed in the glory, then healed you stay in the name of Jesus. Amen. But use your authority. Hallelujah. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.